Kane is in the building. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Big Al here from Small Town Fantasy Legends. Just want to give a shout out to everyone who's been following us on Instagram at STFL underscore fantasy football and tuning into our podcast every week. It means the world. And we also love getting DMs from you guys and answering any questions you have to put you in position to win your fantasy matchups. Keep them DMs coming. And let's say again, them W's. I'm riding solo this week, but can't wait to get my boy D Wood back in the studio for episode eight. But now let's get down to business. Week three. You're either feeling good or tiptoeing in panic mode. I want to quickly give you guys some players you need to buy low on right now. Like, literally, right now. Hit pause, send out some trades, do whatever you need to do, and make sure you get a win this week. First, and I would say most important buy low player is Alvin Kamara. People are freaking out over this Drew Brees injury. It's like, come on, man. Like, use your brain. You really think that because Drew Brees is injured, it's going to completely ruin Alvin Kamara's value? Shockingly, some people do. So you need to go out, package a couple guys, get Kamara while you can. Um, if he does take a decrease in value, so what? Six weeks go by, then you get the end of the season in a playoff stretch. You get a full healthy Brees with Kamara. You're winning a championship this year. Another player that you should buy low on is Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, Big Ben going down for the season is a big hit to him and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, He will decrease in value. Obviously, he's not that wide receiver one that you went out and drafted in the second round on draft day. But he's going to be just fine. I think, if anything, the defenses are going to be stacking the box and trying to shut down James Conner just because they don't know anything about this Rudolph kid. None of us do. I mean, there are a few of us that are probably starting him this week, but it's strictly a risk. So I think that once they start doing that, Rudolph's going to have to throw the ball. Juju's very talented, youngest to 2,500 yards, um, breaking Randy Moss's record. So I think based off that stat, I think Juju will be just fine creating space to get himself open. So if you need an upgrade at wide receiver, go out and buy low on him. And my third and last buy low player, it's going to be Joe Mixon. Boy, oh boy, has Joe Mixon sucked the last two weeks. Um, It hasn't been fun. I own him in a couple leagues. And um, I'm not selling because I believe that he's going to bounce back, which is why I think that you need to buy low right now because not everybody thinks like me. And there are plenty of people out there that want to get rid of this guy. And I think it's just way too soon. That Cincinnati offense is a giant mystery. And I think once that ankle's healed and a couple weeks go by, he'll be that same player he was the second half of the season last year. Um, Hopefully just a strong running back two. Or, you know, if he's your running back one, you'll be fine with that. So go out and get Joe Mixon low while you can. Don't let him get healthy and get the when the offense starts rolling again, um, you won't be able to get him. Okay, now that you've resumed the podcast, those are my top three players that you need to buy low on right now. Uh, it's been a wild first two weeks of the season, and there's been some players that have struck me by surprise. Um, I'm going to give you my top five players from five to one that have 
surprise me the most, and they need to be owned in your leagues, um, especially if you're in a 10 or 12 team. Like these guys shouldn't be floating on free agency anymore. Um, it's been two weeks. Season's clearly started. Um, you need to win, and you can't just be waiting for these guys to just have that next great week and and wait to pick them up. You need to swoop them up now, and if they fall off, they fall off. But you got to just take the risk. So the first player that has struck me by surprise is John Ross. John Ross went out and did what he did week one last year. Week one. <laughs> so I was like, this guy, I don't like him. This guy stinks. Um, classic John Ross. Boom, week two, does it again. So right now you're in a situation where you got to pick him up. Because if he does this week three, two, he could just be that receiver for the Bengals who actually has a consistent year. And, you know, maybe he made a giant leap during the offseason and they expected this by him. So pick up John Ross if he's floating around because you don't know what he's going to do this week. My number four surprise is going to be Josh Allen. You guys, stop sleeping on Josh Allen. Go and pick this guy up right now if he's floating on free agency. He only played 12 games last year because of injury, but the last five weeks of the season, he was the overall QB1. He put up the most fantasy points as a quarterback and almost the most fantasy points overall out of everything. He does it on the ground. He's his arm is strong, but like he's he's not a good he's not a good throwing quarterback. But he does enough on the ground where even if he has a crappy game, he's still getting around 20 fantasy points. Imagine a game where he clicks on the ground and in the air. He's going to win you some matchups single-handedly. It's best to have this guy even as your backup. If you're in a situation where you have him as your starter, that's fine. I I think he's a great add, and he should not be on free agency anymore. Hopefully only going to get better. And they're 2-0. So whatever he's doing is working. My number three surprise is going to be my boy, Scary Terry McLaurin. I was all over this dude after week one. I'm still standing strong by him. He's Washington's number one wide receiver. Um, two solid weeks out of him. I think you can confidently start him week three, too. Um, no fluke, this kid. He's kind of showcasing. Um, Case Keenum found his guy, and I think he's going to continue to be grinding out every week, putting up points. So if he's floating around, make sure you snatch him up. And my number four is going to be Mark Andrews. D-Wood was saying it before week one that he was going to not, not only do you start him, but his, his ad percentage is going to go skyrocket um, the following week. And it sure did shout out D wood nailed it. Um, if he, Mark Andrews has to be owned <laughs> by now, but he's coming in as my number two um, biggest surprise for obvious reasons, because he's a beast. And my number one overall surprise um, it's going to be Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, you know, Melvin Gordon holdout. It was like, oh, is it Austin Eckler or, Just, or Justin Jackson? Um, where's Eckler get drafted? I mean, a lot of people, Eckler was going in like the eighth round, and he's he's got the most points for running backs right now. Um, he's a PPR machine. Probably a better option than Melvin Gordon if Melvin Gordon was playing. Um, so if Melvin Gordon holds out all year, this could be the overall running back in fantasy football if he stays healthy. 
I think he'll definitely be a top three finisher if Melvin Gordon holds out. But if you hit the jackpot and uh, drafted Eckler or you traded for him after week one, good for you. It's going to be a fun ride if that holdout goes on, which I think it will. So those were my top five biggest surprises through week two. Um, if any of those guys are floating on free agency, you need to go get them right now. Okay, going to close out with some starts and sits for week three. Going to do three players from each position. The first quarterback I'm going to start this week is Phillip Rivers. I think Phillip Rivers playing a Houston Texans defense that clearly isn't the same that it's been the last couple seasons, uh, you know, shipping off Jimmy and Clowney. Um, I I think Phillip Rivers is going to have himself a game. I think he's going to throw for 330 passing yards with three touchdowns. He'll throw an interception, but he'll get you 23 fantasy points for the day. And honestly, right now, you can't really ask for anything more than that from Rivers. That's a solid Rivers game right there. Another player I'm going to start this week is Jameis Winston. Matching up against Daniel Jones, his first NFL game, I think Winston's going to want to make a point, and I think he'll be a little bit more motivated this week. The Giants are pretty bad. I see Jameis Winston throwing for 300 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, and then he will add a rushing touchdown, finishing with 24 points. And then my third start is going to be somebody who I already talked about this podcast, Josh Allen. Love me some Josh Allen this week. It's not going to be pretty, but he's going to get it done versus a very, very weak Bengals defense who got ripped apart by Jimmy G last week and let up 41 points. I think Josh Allen's going to have 225 passing yards with two touchdowns. He'll throw two interceptions just because he's Josh Allen, but he'll also have 45 rushing yards and a touchdown as well. So I think he's going to finish with a very modest 25 fantasy points. And now for my quarterback sits, uh, first quarterback is going to be Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr. Looked like it was going to be a promising season for him after week one, and then week two, right back to reality versus the Chiefs, and I think it's going to get even worse. He owns a 10-11 and 11 record on the road, and he's got to go into Minnesota and play the Vikings, who are definitely going to be licking their chops. I think the Vikings are going to dominate the Raiders and it's not it's going to get out of hand very quick and therefore Derek Carr is not a start this week second quarterback is going to be Andy Dalton uh, the Red Rockets got to go against Bills Mafia this week in Buffalo I, I don't see him escaping that game um, like I said I'm starting Josh Allen this week so I think he's the quarterback that you want to go ahead and play in that matchup um, Andy Dalton he's been not playing particularly good but he's been putting up the stats uh, for good fantasy purposes, weeks one and two, but expect him to come back down to earth this week uh, when he goes into Buffalo. My third QB sit is going to be Mason Rudolph. He's got to go into San Francisco versus that spectacular defense. Um, they play great weeks one and two, and I think they're only going to play better. They get to go at home now, facing the uh, the newbie at quarterback. This isn't the week to uh, take that gamble on Mason Rudolph, thinking that it's a smart play. Don't get cute with it. Keep him on the bench or keep him on free agency. Five receivers you're going to want to start this week is number one, Mike Evans. Mike Evans going against the New York Giants. That pretty much sums it up right there. Uh, I think he's going to get involved nice and early. Uh, he needs it to get his confidence up 
and Tampa Bay needs to have a nice smooth win this week. So I think Mike Evans is going to clock in with eight receptions for just over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Again, back on track as a wide receiver one. Another wide receiver that I'm going to start this week is Julian Edelman. Um, The non-shocking release of Antonio Brown puts Edelman right back in that wide receiver two spot. Um, Him and Josh Gordon are going to be great starts this week. Um, Edelman definitely gets his value back as a dominant PPR wide receiver. So if you went out and bought low on him, congratulations. And yeah, so you want to put him in your lineup for sure. And then my third wide receiver is going to be DJ Metcalf. Russell Wilson's so efficient that he's going to get him the ball either way. Um, he's clearly his guy. Um, Tyler Lockett's more just like a kind of like a deep ball player, you know, just a little playmaker here and there. Um, not exactly filling Doug Baldwin's shoes. I think that's actually more for DJ Metcalf. Uh, so go ahead and start these those three guys with confidence. Now for my three sits at wide receiver this week. Number one is going to be Nelson Algalore. Nelson Algalor is getting he's getting a lot of credit um, for someone who's going to step up in this offense. I don't think it's going to come that easy for him. I started this guy like week three last year when the same injury pattern happened, and he had like eight receptions for like 20-something yards. I've never been so disgusted in my life starting a wide receiver. So the fact that I see this, same scenario as last year, I'm staying away, and I'm definitely not starting him tomorrow. Now, I want to see this guy kill it. I really do, but unfortunately, I think his streak is going to come to an end tomorrow. Uh, he was one of my surprises in the first two weeks. John Ross, there's just I, I don't see him going over 100 yards again. Um, it's just so hard to get a big-time play like he has the last two weeks for like over 50 yards. So... I, I don't see him doing that again, so I'm keeping him out of my lineup this week. Definitely should be owned in all leagues right now, but uh, I'm keeping him out of my starting lineup this week. And then another player that I'm not going to start this week is Tyro Williams on the Raiders. Um, I think they're going to have a really, really tough time in Minnesota, and he's got to go against Xavier Rhodes. And Xavier Rhodes is one of the best and most respected corners in the league. And he's also battling a hip injury right now. So I would definitely not start Tyrell Williams this week. Not the play. Stay away from those three guys. Three running backs that I'm going to start this week. Uh, Number one is going to be Nick Chubb. I like Nick Chubb versus the Rams because I feel Nick Chubb is a perfect running back to be able to gash them nice and early. And it will actually keep the Browns way more competitive with them instead of trying to hit the deep ball early and pass and just the Rams cornerbacks are just too good for that. So I think that Nick Chubb is going to have a pretty good game, probably go over a hundred yards rushing. Um, it's just the game he needs. Freddie kitchen says he's going to get him involved more. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I like Nick Chubb this week. Um, another running back I like is Mark Ingram. I think Mark Ingram versus the chiefs is a good matchup. Um, everyone's thinking pass, 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 pass. But I think if Baltimore wants to win this game, they're going to have to run, 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 run. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Mark Ingram is going to have a good game. He didn't have that well of a game last week. So I know they're going to be trying to get him involved early. Um, and I think that's just going to be a great game to watch. Definitely the game of the week. And, um, the third running back I'm going to start is Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde is 
playing really well. I think he just kind of got like he landed in the right spot in Houston because he, you know, Lamar Miller went down with the injury, and then all of a sudden this guy who sucked on the last two teams that he's been on, I'm sorry, last three teams that he's been on, horrible, um, is hitting the holes really hard. And he's looking good. He's averaging over five yards a carry. And he's playing the Chargers, who Marlon Mack roasted for 174 yards week one. So you know what? Fire him up. I'm actually going to bench Joe Mixon until he proves himself. So I'm going to slide Carlos Hyde in that spot this week. Hopefully it works out well. We'll check in about that next week. But uh, I think that um, the three sets that I'm going to give for you guys at running back, uh, number one is going to be Matt Burita on the 49ers uh, playing Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to play tough this week, and it's going to cause them to use all their running backs like they've been doing. And I think it's just unpredictable to start him with confidence. You got Mostert and Wilson Jr. there. Um, they said Wilson Jr. is going to be the red zone guy. So it, if Breida and Mostert are going to be splitting carries, it's it's very unlikely that, that Breida is going to be having a good game tomorrow. I don't uh, I don't see it. I don't see it unless he gets the hot hand, but um, I think it's going to be a very slow-paced game. So we'll see. Another running back I'm going to set this week is Royce Freeman. Um, I know Royce Freeman has outplayed Philip Lindsay the last two weeks, but I think versus a very good Packers defense, um, the roles are going to be reversed. I think that Philip Lindsay is going to be the better running back of the two this week. I'm not sure you can really start either of them versus Green Bay, um, but definitely do not fire up Royce Freeman expecting him to have a great game. I'm staying away from that. And my last set for the running backs is going to be Josh Jacobs versus the Hungry Vikings. Um, Josh Jacobs, you know, he had that very nice week one game, but it just proved week two that if they get down early, like he's not going to be able to keep up with that with that game script. And um, I think it shows that he needs to be getting the ball early and moving the chains. Um, If not, then he's just not going to be involved. So also, I think you should probably sell Josh Jacobs if you can, because I don't think the Raiders are good enough to actually have him be legit all season. Lastly, I'm going to give you some tight ends that you need to start this week. Um... These guys are obvious starts to me. Um, tight end position, it's getting good. Um, a lot of talent right now. Um, so my first player is definitely Mark Andrews versus the Chiefs. Um, for obvious reasons, you know it's going to be a shootout. Um, Ravens are obviously going to run, but you know when they have to pass, who else other than him and Hollywood Brown have been really catching the ball? So, like always, you know he's a must-start, and uh, hopefully you have him on your fantasy team. Um, another tight end that I'm going to start this week is Jason Witten. Blast from the past. Back from retirement, doing his thing, still catching TDs. So, and they're playing Miami. So, <laughs> anything's possible. He could be getting a lot of work tomorrow, and I think if you're, you know, if you, if you don't have a strong tight end, why not stream him? It's a great play. And then my third tight end is going to be Evan Ingram. Uh, Evan Ingram is playing the Bucks, And last week, the Bucks let up over 100 yards receiving to Greg Olson, who I personally think is not that great anymore. 
So the fact that Greg Olson can go off first them makes me believe that Evan Ingram is going to do the exact same thing. Daniel Jones is going to have to find his guy to throw to, and right now that's going to have to be Evan Ingram if they want a chance to win. So definitely fire up those three tight ends. And I think some tight ends that you need to sit this week is uh, going to be Eric Ebron on the Colts, um, one of my buffs going into the season. He's just way too touchdown dependent, and that's why you just can't start him. Another tight end that I'm not going to start this week is Tyler Eifert. Uh, playing the Bills, I don't. I just don't think that he gets enough targets really to, to be an actual tight end in your starting lineup. Um, so stay away from Tyler Eifert and stay away from the Bengals this week. And my last sit for the tight ends is going to be Will Disley. Um, don't go crazy about Will Disley. He had two touchdowns last week, but I, I don't think that that's going to happen again. And I think Russell Wilson kind of just finds the open man and he happened to be him. So definitely don't star him next week. Don't buy into that hype unless he does it a few weeks in a row, then go ahead and pick him up. But I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's the play. And that's going to do it for my starts and sits for week three. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. And if you're not following us, give us a follow on Instagram at STFL underscore fantasy football. And you can listen to this podcast on Spotify and Apple podcast. We're having fun, guys. We love putting out content and we love answering all your questions. It's week three. Hopefully you're sitting at two and oh, if not, you got to just go and get a W this week. Let's go, baby. Have some fun tomorrow. (laughs) 